Hi, everyone. I'm Cheryl Butler, and you're listening to the Mighty Mommy's Quick and Dirty Tips podcast, which will help make your life as a parent a little bit easier and a lot more fun. Welcome. Today's episode is number 574, Book Recommendations for Busy Moms from podcaster Zibby Owens, because it's so very important for busy parents to find a way to connect to a great read. You're in for a real treat today. Zibby Owens is the creator and host of the award-winning literary podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. She hosts frequent author events, including book fairs and salons. A mom of four and a writer herself, Zibby has contributed to Red Book, Marie Claire, Parents, HuffPost, The New York Times Online, What's Up Moms, and many other publications. She's been called NYC's most powerful bookfluencer by Vulture.com. Her podcast was selected as one of Oprah Magazine's top 21 book podcasts in 2019. A graduate of Yale University and Harvard Business School, she previously worked at Unilever, Idealab, and other startups. She currently lives in New York with her husband, Kyle Owens, of Morning Moon Productions, and her four children, ages 5 to 12. Today, I'm so excited to have a special guest join me. Zibby Owens, host of the award-winning popular podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. It's such a treat to have you on the Mighty Mommy podcast, Zibby. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Well, let's get started by talking about your podcast. Can you just tell my listeners how Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books came about? Originally, I had been writing parenting essays, and my husband said to me, you know, you should really have a book of parenting essays. And I said, ugh, moms don't have time to read books. And then I thought, oh, that's so funny. I'll just call the book Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. (laughs) Um, But the the advice I got from the publishing industry was that that was not funny for them. Um, (laughs) So I took the title and a friend of mine suggested that I start a podcast, which I didn't really know much about, but I thought, well, now I have a great title for the podcast. What should it be about? So that's how it started. Oh, that's great. Well, you know, it's so easy for busy moms like us to put everyone else first. Uh, We basically get into a routine of juggling the rest of the family and our homes and our jobs. So by the time we do have any snippets of time to care for our own needs, we really don't even know where to begin. And making time for indulging in a great read, that can seem impossible, especially if we start to lay that guilt on um, about taking the time to do that. That said, your podcast is a great resource and a wonderful way to keep up with all the fantastic new titles that are available. So I thought, let's talk about some of your top picks, and um, we would go into some different genres. So how about if we start with uh, some heartfelt books that offer great advice to moms that are just in the trenches and need a little pick-me-up, a little, you know, a little cheering on from the side that they could get in the book? Well, I couldn't agree more with what you said. I have four kids of my own and it is hard to find the time, but I have made reading like a huge part of my life. And books like these just reinforce why I've decided to do that because they're so helpful. (laughs) One great book is uh, by Rachel Birch, B-E-R-T-S-C-H-E. It's called The Kids Are in Bed. And it is so great. It talks all about 
time management from a harried mom to another. And Rachel did a whole study of 500 different parents about how they use their time and what they have time for and what they don't. And uh, it comes to lots of great conclusions about really what we can do about it and why it's so important to make time for things like friendships and our partners and all the rest of it. And it's just presented in a fresh new way. And I really, really liked it. 20 minutes of time can just change your whole day. And if you stop and read a poem, that's three minutes. And all of a sudden, it's a different type of three minutes than you would have had scrolling through your Instagram and you're getting some literature. And she just says, uh, she quotes from tons of other experts and she's fantastic. So I love that book. Oh, that, you know, that's great. That's the kind of books that, that busy parents are looking for, something that can change your mindset in just a few short minutes. So the kids are in bed. Great. And what else would you recommend in the advice category? There's another great book by an author named Tiffany Schlain called 24-6. And it's about how she takes a tech technology Shabbat once a week. Uh, she had been celebrating Shabbat with her family for a long time and without even thinking said just no devices, right? Because it's part of the, the culture. But she has found so many benefits from taking a break from technology for those 24 hours that she wrote an entire book about it <laughs> and oh what we can gosh. do with the time and how to reconnect with our families and ourselves. And she's a mom and she gets it. And this is her way Everybody kind of comes at the same problem in different ways, I've found. And this is her solution to managing the stress and the chaos. And it has some real great applications, even if you decide not to go for the whole on tech Shabbat, which I have not been brave enough to try. But even just little like dinner Shabbat, you know, dinner times where you don't use your phone or just more conscious use of technology around parenting and children, which is, which is always on everyone's mind. Oh, I, I do totally agree with that. And when I practice that is actually when we're in the car, unless we're like listening to DVD or some kind of an audible thing that we're into, they have to put their phones away because that's kind of like our time to connect, believe it or not. If we, you know, we can't have a dinner together because everybody's running around in different directions in the car is where we, um, we get to chit chat and I don't want anybody um, obviously I can't be looking at my phone or doing that kind of stuff as I'm driving, but the rule applies to them too. So we've worked that out in our family um, with that time. And we're in the car a lot because I have eight kids and most of them are older and on to other things, but the kids that are still at home, they know the rule when they get in the car. So I love that. All right. So how about memoirs? Because I always find those fascinating to hear about um, other people's lives and you know, just taking a break from what's going on in mine. So what do you recommend there? This was hard to narrow down, this category, because I am obsessed with reading memoirs. I love it. I read all the memoirs I can get my hands on. But these are two that stood out to me. One is by Liz Astroff, and it's called Don't Wait Up, Confessions of a Stay-at-Work Mom. And it's almost like a book in essays about all the experiences, many of which are very funny and highly relatable. It opens with a chapter on her going to Great Wolf Lodge, this big indoor water park with all of her kids. And the horror of that and how her friend gets sick and abandons her there and how she'll never forgive her friend. And it's just so funny. She's a TV writer, a comedy writer. And uh, there's a lot of sad stuff about her own sort of dysfunctional relationship with her own mother, but it's really, really great. It's one, it was one of my favorite books this year. And uh, another memoir I really liked is by Rachel Braithen called To Love and Let Go. And she goes by uh, on Instagram at Yoga Girl. And she has like 2 million women following her. And just she's like this icon for the yoga set, which I am not a part of. But her <laughs> memoir was all about 
taking the time to breathe, reconnecting with yourself. She shared her own experience through a really tragic loss of a close friend and how she got through it. And for anybody who's lost anybody close to them, it's a really empowering way to get through that without sort of crumpling up (laughs) and just giving up. So um, it's inspiring. She's really just inspirational, which I keep saying, but even her Instagram feed, it's like she writes these little essays every day and just sort of helps touch base with yourself in the context of the craziness. Yeah, because isn't that so true? We we lose ourselves because we're, like we said before at the beginning, we're trying to satisfy everybody else's needs. And I have really, I'm not a yoga person myself, although I, I love it. And I think I'm, maybe I'm intimidated by it because I'm afraid I can't twist and do all those things. But I, I know that's not what it's all about. But breathing is a big part of it. And I think that's even just learning to stop and what you're doing. And if you take a few deep breaths, I'm going to be interested to read that one. Awesome. All right. So lastly, in our genre category, fiction. Now, fiction books, I think, are so instrumental in helping moms who are in the trenches of 24-7 parenting help escape to a whole new world. So what are your fiction picks? Well, one is not exactly an escape. (laughs) It's sort of more (laughs) a parody of the craziness of the parenting world. It's called Holly Banks Full of Angst by an author, debut author named Julie Valerie. And it's about a woman who moves to a new neighborhood with a very opinionated PA leader, uh, a lot of demands on parents' time. And it just pokes fun at how high the stakes can really seem in the school system and what you need to do to be a parent these days. So it, it, it plays with that in a fun way. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So that was really, that's really enjoyable. So this is perfect um, as we wrap up, because as we said, trying to find the time sometimes just to, you know, to get a sponge bath in or a shower, never mind <laughs> sitting and reading, but what, what can you offer the Mighty Mommy listeners um, some quick tips on how they could fit some more time in for books into, into these hectic lives that we live as moms and busy parents that are working or at home or wherever we are in our parenting journey? Well, first, I would say don't feel bad about whatever you're doing related to books. I think people put a lot of pressure on themselves that, well, I can never finish a book, so I'm just not going to start one, or I don't have time for that, or that looks like that book looks too long, or... I, you know, they just cross the whole category off as some impossible feat to accomplish. Whereas even a few pages of a book can be so therapeutic. (laughs) If you find a book that connects with you. And I think another piece of advice is try to go to sources like, for instance, my podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books, or articles or other lists of of books that other people have chosen. So you don't waste your time, um, just like lost in a bookstore, but have some trusted sources for finding books and enjoy them. Take a few, read a few pages, read a few chapters. You don't have to finish the books. Like you just don't. You can read the parts that speak to you and take what you will out of them and let go of the guilt around around finishing books. Also read in little bits and pieces. You don't have to sit down and read for an hour and a half before you fall asleep. You can read while you're waiting for your kids at pickup and there aren't other moms, you know, who are standing right there and you don't feel like talking. So pull your book out. Like you don't have to be on your phone, put the book in your bag next to your phone. And each time you reach in for your phone, you can kind of decide, should I read a few pages or should I spend another 10 minutes 
on my phone? Could I, what could I get out of 10 minutes with a book? Maybe I could get more out of those 10 minutes with a book than I could with something else. And just keeping the option relevant. But the first step is just finding a book that sounds interesting and don't put any judgment on it. It doesn't have to be a classic. It doesn't have to be in the New Yorker magazine. Like it could be the, you know, a, the trashiest book. No one's <laughs> judging you. It really, this is between you and you. That's it. So yeah. find something that you enjoy. Oh, that's great. Cause I, you know, I love that because I find like books to me are like mini vacations. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like a, just a chance to get in, get lost in something that I don't have to worry about what's boiling on the stove and did I throw the whites in with the colors and blah, blah, blah. And who needs what um, as far as lunch is made tomorrow, whatever. It's just like a little way to get away and just savor some time for myself. My last question for you, and this might be hard, but do you have one favorite book or something that you constantly revisit because you just absolutely love it? It's either something comforting to you or sends a great message or you just absolutely laugh and you get so much out of it. Do you, do you have a book in your life that you just constantly go back to? Not exactly, but I do have a new ish book that I have been referring to over and over again since it came out. Oh, great. What's um, so that? I'll talk about that book. It's called Fair Play by Eve Rodsky. And she has devised a system from her time as an organizational management consultant of how to figure out all the household and parenting responsibilities with your spouse. So instead of fighting, she's come up with a new way to approach the whole situation so that if one of you is in charge of, you know, running to the grocery store for milk, there's a way to structure that whole interaction so that somebody's not screaming at the other person like, why did you forget the milk? <laughs> so, um, she, it, and it comes with all these little cards for dividing up responsibilities. It becomes a game and you can print them out online. And I just like when people approach things in a new way and offer concrete solutions, which Eve Rodsky definitely did. That's great. And the name of that again was? It's called Fair Play. Fair Play. Great. Well, be sure to check out Zibby's podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read, books wherever you listen. And be sure to visit her website at zibbyowens.com. Zibby, thank you so much for joining me today. This was so much fun. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. As a busy parent, how do you find time to read a great book? Join the conversation and share your thoughts in the comments section at quickanddirtytips.com slash mighty-mommy. The Mighty Mommy Facebook page or Twitter are two other great ways that you can connect with me. You can also email me at mommy at quickanddirtytips.com. Listen and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. As always, thanks so much for listening this week. Until next time, happy reading and happy parenting.